right, Buzz Buzz Babies, and we are back for another episode of Blake's Buzz, and I've got a returning guest, a certain Ringo winner, Hollywood bouncing around her comic book making rock star of a meditation master kind of badass, Ryland Grant is back in the house. The jump is back on Kickstarter. It's funded. It's good to go, but he wants to talk to me anyway, and I wasn't going to tell this gem of a man no, and I am just so excited to have him back on the show because we like to cut it up, and we get real with it, and we have fun with it, and I don't know. The last time, uh, the last couple times, uh, was a blast, and third time's a charm, right? Ryland, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing a lot better after that uh, that energetic uh, and inspired intro. So thank you for that. You, that's, you've hey, man, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm good at, right? I, I start. I always start strong. We may not always end strong, <laughs> but we we start at a, we started at a, at a great place. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, like we were kind of talking in the green room. Like you've been uh, you've been busy. You've been uh, traveling with the family overseas, working on some big Hollywood productions that are really exciting. Um, the uh, State of Consciousness trailer recently dropped. It looks cool but I can't understand anything they're saying. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I, dude, I tried to find like English subtitles and stuff for it. I was like, um, but the, the cinematography and stuff looks cool. It looks like it looks uh, really intense and high paced and cerebral. And that's exciting. Uh, and as we mentioned, the jump is back. Uh, I think all of us are really excited for the third one. It was, you know, a little bit delayed because the world got crazy and we're all excited uh, for that to come back. Um, and then what else have you been doing? You did, you did the, um, uh, Fashang Origins, been working with Immortal Studios, which is cool. I saw you guys were doing some panels and some cool stuff like that. Um, you're just, you're a very busy, um, very energetic and talented person. So, I mean, like, why do you keep coming back on my show? <laughs> but like, what's, what's going on, man? Like, I mean, do you ever sleep? Or do, are, you, do you, are you like a power nap person? Because you got you got a little kid too, right? Those they, yeah, they keep you up too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six year old, and and uh, you know, we were talking in the green room. Uh, everybody here's sick uh, right now, so uh, you know people waking up in the middle of the night coughing, and um, yeah, so I'm I, I'm limping a little bit right now, but I'm but I'm doing well. Yeah, uh, busy is good, man. If I'm not busy, I get into trouble. Um, you know, I I get I, I get sad, I get slow. Hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, um, uh, it, it's good. It's um. I don't know, you know, trying to make a living as a, a storyteller. Um, I don't think you can, I don't think you can just, I don't think you can make a living exclusively as a comic book writer or a screenwriter or, or whatever. Yeah. I think that you have to be a storyteller. You have to, um, you know, have your, 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 your hands in, uh, you know, in a lot of, a lot of pools, uh, uh, these days. And so, um, I mean, I learned early on that, like, you know, you better have, you better keep 12 balls in the air at all times, mm -hmm. right? Because, because, you know, almost every day, one of those balls is going to fall and hopefully you get another ball or two back up and you just keep juggling, you know, and, um, and, and, you know, hopefully every once in a while, one of those things pays off in a, a meaningful way. And, um, and that feeds the soul and that keeps a little money in the bank account. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you're, you're kind of hinting at it, but, um, and, and again, we, we talked a little bit in the green room about, about, you know, where this was going, but, um, yeah, lately, um, you know, usually it's like you hope like one ball, two balls a year pay off. But lately, it's been a lot of stuff. You know, it's been yeah. kind of an avalanche. Um, and it's oddly timed because, um, you know, it's sort of like you said, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, from a Hollywood perspective, there was a while there where nothing was shooting. Mm -hmm. um, and my career in Hollywood has been odd because, um, you know, I've I've uh, I've rewritten, you know, a lot of movies that that you've seen I've, I've made some um you know made some good movies a little bit better i've made some shitty movies a little bit more tolerable 
um, sold a lot of my own stuff. Um, but in terms of getting my movies made, um, you know, there, there's so much in Hollywood that sells and doesn't get made. The, the Hollywood Hills are full of rich screenwriters that never had their names on anything. And yeah. so, um, and so, you know, I mean, I spent the first 12 years of my career and I, I wrote for JJ Abrams and, uh, and Ridley Scott and Justin Lin and John Woo and Luke Basson. Um, you know, but the credits were not necessarily piling up. Um, you know, even if I was well-respected around town. Um, and so it was a little bit frustrating, you know, and my, my, my greatest, uh, my greatest fear was that I was going to die and, you know, not have my movie out there, you know? Um, mm. but, um, but yeah, then the pandemic hit, um, and, you know, everybody was in trouble and nobody was getting anything made. And then suddenly for some weird, crazy reason, my, uh, my career went into like hyperspace. And, um, so, uh. So yeah, this, um, you know, just going on now, um, we had, um, had this film shot in Italy with Emile Hirsch called state of consciousness, which is kind of a black mirror esque sci-fi mind fuck about this kind of unorthodox prison. Um, it's pretty awesome. That'll be out later, uh, uh, this week, uh, this year it sold Lionsgate. It'll probably end up on a streamer, probably Netflix, something like that. Um, you know, you can watch my social media for the, the info on that. None of that's decided yet, but, um, but then, um, uh, I had another film shot in Greece, uh, starring Matt Dillon and Ida Fult. She's a kind of a huge Spanish actress and Juan Pablo Perego, who's kind of like the heartthrob in Colombia right now is this sort of multinational thing that was directed by, uh, a guy named Fernando Trueba who um, won the Oscar for foreign language film a few years back with Bella Polk. And uh, so th this is like a hardcore prestige picture, you know? Um, and so that is, that is shot. I was, I was in Greece. Um, I was in Greece, you know, uh, uh, prepping the script for that, overseeing that the whole nine yards. And, um, and now, so dude, that, is that a normal thing? Like for, to, for like, you know, an international production like that, that will they often like, did they, they want the writers on, on set? Like, cause I mean, that's, that's, that's going to cost the, the studio money, right? Especially when you, when you bring the wife and kid and you guys are there for an extended stay and they gotta, yeah. they gotta put you up and I hope they put you up and feed you. And, and, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, it is, um, it is normal to an extent. Um, okay. So with international productions, particularly when they're hiring Americans, um, that gets um, that gets dicey. I mean, so so almost all almost all, you know, th there is no independent film in the United States anymore. You know, I mean, that, mm. uh, that, that you know, that movie dried up. I mean, that money dried up, um, you know, sort of when the financial crisis hit um, and kind of all of those charactery stories you know the the pulp fictions uh uh, uh the heart eights um all of that stuff kind of moved on to television um mm. uh, with a few uh exceptions you know hollywood hollywood only makes billion dollar movies now <laughs> and um yeah it is and, it's and, different these days with all the all the, all the streaming yeah. networks and I, yeah. I you know i feel like you know now they're kind of trying to push us to get back into theaters again. But I, I mean, even now it feels like, it feels like movies aren't in theaters very long before they're on some streaming network. Like I, I was shocked. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize Megan, the new, the new animatronic doll horror comedy thing. Like that's yeah, already yeah. on Peacock or whatever, like ready. And it's been on there for a while. I was like, what? Like it's all yeah. happened so fast, man. It's just, it's like boom, boom, boom. And they just, I mean, do you, do you think movie theaters are like going to become like a thing of the past or like, uh, it's, it's, it's trending that way. I mean, I think that a, a thing of the past is maybe strong. Um, but, um, but I mean, uh, the, the market is changing radically. I mean, I think mm -hmm. the future for movie theaters is really in a, a boutique, um, 
you know, high end experience. You go there and it's love seats and you're ordering food and um and you know, it's almost like you're you're going to take in a Broadway show or something like that. Um the days of the multiplex are certainly you know, certainly seem to be behind us and and that kind of sucks. Um uh you know, but, but I mean, even even I don't go that much, and it's weird. And, and this yeah. is my this is my business. But uh, I went and saw Creed three um, uh, this week. I mean, I, I had a ton of fun with it. It's not perfect by any means, but um, but I got I got my my needed dose of uh, <laughs> of of the Rocky universe. Yeah, um, I uh, love it, both of those actors. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, and and uh, Jordan directed it, right? Is this yeah, is this yeah. his debut, his directorial debut? Yeah, yeah, he did. And, and, what do you he, think? What like what like as 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 like the guy whose opinion I madly yeah. respect, especially in regards to like Hollywood productions and know how. Like, what? Yeah, on, yeah. On his opinion. I, I I mean it's it's worth seeing. I I I, I, I like it. I'll I'll watch it again. A uh, lot of great stuff about it. I mean, what I will say about um. What I will say about the Creed movies in general, I mean, um, uh, you know, the the Rocky movies, the sort of Stallone helmed, you know, this is the first this is the first sort of this is the first uh, installment that Stallone was not really, you know, involved in. He sort of got pushed out and we mm. still don't know why. But um, but I think like, you know, the w- w- with the Rocky movies, they were very operatic and they they paid a ton of attention to getting the training montages, right. The fights, right. They were, you know, they were long, but they were, but, but, um, but there was so much, there was so much in them set up, payoff, all of these things. And, um, I think what, I think where they misstep with the Creed movies is that, um, is that they sort of take all that stuff for granted. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. well, 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 here's another montage. Let's blow through it. You know what I'm saying? Here's another training montage. Let's blow through it. Um, Oh, we have a fight coming. Does the fight need to be, does it need to be 15 or 20 minutes? Let's, let's do it in eight minutes. And, and oh. you know, like there there's people have seen enough of these movies. Like there's a shorthand for this. Let's just cut to the chase. And, and so I feel like all of that stuff gets shortchanged um, to the detriment of, of the final product. Um, what they do really well in these is they're, they're nailing character dynamics, the drama of it all. Um, okay. There's, a, there's almost this, there's almost this movie within a movie um where uh, Adonis and his wife they're dealing with this developmental issue with their with their daughter um and it's it's re- it's really amazing human drama and it's really touching and and, wow. and 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 I think it really informs you know again like uh, I mean the the principal question for all of these mov- movies is well what is this guy fighting for you know what, what what's what's on the line with this stuff mm-hmm. um and I think that is very clear. It's weird. It's like the 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 Creed movies increasingly are being um, informed by prestige television. I mean, the 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 Rocky movies they move in a very straight line. It, there there's an A story, and that's it. And we're getting you know from start to finish as quickly as possible. Um, you know, this feels like. This feels. This almost feels like you, you, you. You're seeing highlights of like an eight episode Netflix series where it's almost like. Oh. Um, th- there, there's the there's the drama going on with the fight, but then there's the drama going on with the family, and we're sort of cutting back and forth between them, almost like you would do with a with like Succession or something like that. You know, it's like okay. Here, here's the you know here's the um. You know, here's the Tom story this week, and, and but they don't and they don't have six to eight hours, right? To yeah, yeah. do like what a season yeah. of 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 high profile television does, or or high yeah. a big streaming network production. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we've seen about six hours of, uh, of Creed content thus far, and I, I think it adds up to something that that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that any of this is 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 criticism. I mean, I, I, the, I, I guess the the shortchanging the 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 training and the fights is is um, is a little uh, bit of criticism, but. I mean, I like it all. I, I'm saying mm-hmm. it's. I, I'm noticing that it's different, and I'm still processing it. Um, I, uh, yeah, I dig those movies a lot. I mean, you know, Michael B. Jordan's amazing, and um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you know, everybody on the screen is is interesting in a lot of ways, and um, and uh, you know, the 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 antagonist of of this uh, of this movie, um, uh, Jonathan Majors, is yeah, um, dude. Everything yeah. he touches, like like I am. Yeah. I'm just very impressed with him. And and I really like his um the way he conducts himself, the way yeah. he he talks to people. Like he's yeah. he he's he's a big fan of the craft. He seems pretty humble. There yeah. was an interview that popped up on I was, you know, like I was lost in Instagram reels, right? Like zoning mm-hmm. out, flipping through. And I guess he's like Homeward Bound is one of his favorite movies, right? Yeah, nice. yeah. And they 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 this guy asked him they were like What's your thought on the on the fan theory of Homeward Bound, where where, where Shadow dies in the end, and mm-hmm. and the, so basically like when he falls down and can't get up, there's this mm-hmm. fan theory that like he dies, and basically Dog Heaven is him and the him and the other dogs returning to the family, or him and the dog and the cat, yeah. and you can tell how hard it, like Majors is like, oh man, like when he's limping and he's like getting emotional in this interview, and the guy's like, dude, I'm sorry, I know you have tons of press to do today, and he's like, really he's funny. like, he like almost shuts down, he's yeah. like lost in thought, and I'm just like, man, if if a if a Hollywood, a top tier right now, the hot Hollywood actor is like, is cracking, right? Like emotionally yeah. cracking over Homeward Bound. I was like, that's my kind of dude. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I just really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, the Homeward Bound theory is interesting. It's like the uh, the Top Gun Maverick theory that it that it's all kind of a fever dream as he's dying during that test flight. Um, oh, I, I haven't. Okay, I have yeah, not you heard. heard this one. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I've heard two. I've I've heard two very like humorous and very. Hey, this, interesting. this is the, the like the new movie where he's like yeah, flying yeah, in yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. Top, Top Gun Maverick, which which I think is incredible. Oh, and, and and you talk about movies to see in a uh, in a theater. That, I, I, I was I was there on day one for an IMAX screening, and it was incredible and made me. It, it was everything that was great about movies. Um, and um and it, 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 so you 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 haven't seen it yet or no or... I, I we we watched it at home and it and it blew my mind yeah 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 and so there's there is a theory out there um you know there there are very good write ups on this that um I mean so here's the thing is uh Mav does this test flight at the beginning of the movie spoiler alert so and he goes uh, Mach yeah. ten right yeah yeah Mach yeah, ten yeah, or Mach eleven yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah he pushes past Mach ten in this test flight and then the plane starts to come apart mm-hmm. and he has to eject well here's the thing. If you eject at Mach 1.5, like it'll break every bone in your body, um, and so ejecting at Mach 10 at that, you know, yeah, that would, like, eject, eject, blood vessels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ejecting at Mach 10, you'll basically be liquefied, um, and ejecting that that high, you know, uh, is problematic with pressures and and temperatures and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, in real life, he's not going to survive that. <laughs> um, we then very quickly see him, you know, walk into a diner looking a little frazzled and, and, uh, and, and ask where he is. Um, uh, but you know, again, I, I mean, it, it could just be movie fun where it's like, oh, we survived it, you know, that, that yeah. we're, we're on that train, but there is a, but the rest of the movie is so weird. And when I say that, I mean, you know, I mean that as a compliment and I mean that, that it's awesome, but it is kind of this, it is sort of this weird 
maverick fueled fever dream where everything is kind of shiny and uh yeah. and, uh, and, and, and and seen from his you know uh, uh point of view and um and so so yeah almost in like a jacob's ladder sort of way um uh there are people who are advocating the you know for this theory that he dies during the test flight and the rest of the movie is kind of what he experiences when he's dying um wow. it's this sort of perfect ending this thing that he needs to to kind of find peace in his life and so if you watch the movie a second time through that lens um it's it's pretty incredible you know i mean i i i don't i don't know um i don't know if that's what the director had in mind but if if um if he if he pops in front of a microphone tomorrow and said, yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. I, I, I would buy it. No, um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to rewatch that. Now. I've, I've, yeah, been, I've yeah. been kind of wanting to rewatch because I haven't seen the original in a really long yeah. time. So I've yeah. been kind of wanting to watch them back to back, man, that I wish, I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy. Right. And I, yeah. I mean, I write like, you know, I read, I do a lot of, you know, comic reviews and stuff like that. And, um, you know, movie reviews, I'm not super comfortable with. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not like a cinephile, right? Like I don't watch as many movies as I used to. And, um, I don't know a lot of the, a lot of the jargon when they, when they talk about movies, but like, I never pick up shit like this, man. And I've, it aggravates me because I'm just like, am I a bad reader and movie watcher? Like, I don't, I don't pick up the, I I rarely see Easter eggs, even in like Marvel movies and stuff when I'm like familiar with the content and like all these people always notice all this stuff and post YouTube videos and they like zoom in on a corner of the screen and magnify it by 20. And there's this, this hidden action figure from like the eighties. And that's why they think it's like a time jump or glitch in the matrix, you know, like just, I never see shit like that. And so many people, do and that and uh yeah like i never would have thought about homeward bound you know the only thing i've read that i thought was interesting uh that i kind of got into like that was with the uh the original black christmas and how there's like a sort of fan theory that like that's michael myers when he initially like breaks out of the of the insane asylum right and he's like like that's his like first kill uh he like stumbles across that that sorority house Uh, and i always i thought that was kind of cool because um but but then like hardcore horror buffs are like that's the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard shut your mouth when you're in the room and i'm like i'm sorry i just read it online like, <laughs> so, yeah 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 but no, it, it is cool like that yeah. people take i mean i I'd, I'd say whether whether or not that is what happens right if if a movie or book or comic or anything can get you thinking like that and yeah. and and bring it bring in these like these these crazy theories and 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 you know where it like lives within you long after you've finished watching and then inspires you to watch it again under a different viewpoint like that's a huge success in like production like i think like whether whether you're full of shit or not like i mean if you know anything that like you know it lives in your mind rent free right like that's that's what you want right you don't want people to watch a movie and forget about it and never talk about it again or same with a book or a comic or something like you you want that you want that discourse even even if it's unhealthy discourse right like all press is good press in the end sort of so yeah yeah i i yeah i mean you want to move people one way or another you know and 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 that could be making them cry pissing them off um uh challenging them uh um making them look in a mirror in a, uh, an unpleasant way, uh, all of those things. Um, you know, and, and, and the idea that you want the story to continue that, that you've created mm-hmm. such a rich world, a rich universe that you can keep kind of 
mining it for more stories. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what Marvel did. That's what DC did. Right. Um, and, and that's what, that's what Stallone did with this Rocky universe. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's, it is, it is what is really interesting is like, um, you know, in a Cobra Kai way, or like, you know, uh, obviously three, you know, four Karate Kid movies and then, and then Cobra Kai, which is awesome. Um, and there's probably more content, uh, uh, coming from that universe, but, but yeah, the idea that we have, we have Adonis Creed, um uh 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 drago's uh son is is the the antagonist in the uh in the second movie mm-hmm. um but he's back in this one just kind of in a supporting role he's he's still in the universe floating around <laughs> um uh um you know wood harris is playing uh duke's son um okay. uh who's you know creed's trainer but 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 then his business partner in in this third movie and and he's you know yeah perfect like i'm all in on 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 avon barksdale being fucking duke's son and 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 he's incredible and and he gives me the same like you know tingly goodness feeling that i got from duke back in the day um and yeah just, just the idea that this is you know i don't know this is continuing on through time you know uh we're 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 we're, we're, we're spanning time we're uh we're continuing on through the the generations you know and there's um you know, there's a little hint to that to to torches that keep getting passed, and, mm-hmm. and, and at the end of the Creed movie, I don't want to spoil it, but um, uh, but yeah, it's it, it it's fun. I mean, it's um, it is the ultimate compliment, and and you know, sometimes I don't know, sometimes you come back to something that's terrible, right? But um, but the idea that um, I mean, you asked me how Creed three is, and it's 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 such a high bar to clear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so for me, is it Rocky three or Rocky four? No, but is it um. Is it like one of the top five most enjoyable things I've seen in a couple of years? Yes, absolutely. No, we. I mean, yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, has yeah, to be yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's what aggravates me yeah. about a new uh, new superhero movie discourse, yeah. right? Because like, first yeah. of all, I think because of all the Star Wars and superhero content we've been getting, and, and like in yeah. one way we're blessed with all that, but I think yeah. we're because it, it's oversaturated the market. That like big wow factor is kind of gone, yeah. and and we are also spoiled to it. Like yeah. it's it's like you know if, if you go to the movie theater and and fucking Thanos doesn't like rip the screen in half and actually walk into the theater and like yeah. beat everybody up and snap his fingers and dissolve half the half the audience it's like it's like man really like I paid yeah. twenty bucks for this and and like it, people are so picky now and it's just like you know calling something fun a lot of a lot of people will will take that as an insult like if uh, if yeah. you call somebody cute right and it's just like, yeah. it's like oh i'm cute i'm not hot i'm not fucking i'm not making you sweat yeah. and uncomfortable i'm just cute you know and it's like it's like that kind of discourse and, and it, it aggravates me and, and that's why like that's why like it gets intimidating to talk about movies and stuff online because people get so fucking personal yeah. about shit and, and it gets real intense real quickly and like i'm not trying to i'm not trying to like get in fights with people over like king the conqueror <laughs> like yeah, i got uh, i got yeah. better shit it's to pretty do. fucking stupid and, and, and you're right i mean we are so we are so dulled to this stuff i mean i remember when the you know i remember when the black widow movie came out or or you know i don't know maybe that one's even a little divisive but like guardians of the galaxy 2 you know mm-hmm. and people are like oh man that sucks you know and 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 you see people you know they make their they do their rankings of um of you know best yeah. and worst marvel movies or whatever and they try to put guardians of the galaxy 2 in, and it's like first of all like that film's awesome. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I, those always yeah. stick out to me. <laughs> yeah, and, and even you know, even fucking Black Widow. If that was the first superhero movie you ever saw, 
your mind would be, your, your mind would melt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like and, and, and I, you know, for me, Black Widows, you know, I mean, if I were going to make, if I were going to rank them, that would be probably near the bottom, right? Um, uh, but it's like, but it's still, I mean, it's still like incredible, and the actors are still awesome, and uh, and and um, and it's just the bar is set so high, and. I mean, it's also weird because, I mean, the M- MCU wise, we're at this period of transition, right? Where it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, Iron Man, Captain America, you know, the, 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 the sort of um, the cornerstones of these franchises, they're gone now, right? Yeah. And so, so we're, we're transitioning. And, and, um, and so, you know, now it's, you know, uh, now it's Spider Man, you know, now it's uh, Doctor Strange, you know, um, uh, mm-hmm. we have a new, we have a new Captain America. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel as, you know, it, it, it feels like we're getting the B team now to a certain degree and, and, yeah. and, and, and that's problematic, but it's like, um, but yeah, but people get so people don't realize how good they have it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. It, it's this idea where it's like, you know, there, there are, you know, there are people all over the, all, all over the world that can't fucking eat. Right. And yeah. like, and, and, and we're, we're complaining about superhero. Movies. We're pissed off because we have to eat steak again. You know, it's like, I, I, had, yeah. I, had, I had steak three times this week. Yeah. I, 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 I really wanted, you know, I really wanted Ecuadorian food uh, yeah. uh, today. Um, and, it's not uh, even Wagyu. Yeah. It's just USDA yeah. prime. Yeah. Like give me a break world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's where we're at right now. It's an embarrassment of riches and, and yeah. you don't even realize it. And, um, and yeah, it's, it, it is weird. It's like, I mean, we, I, I understand your hesitancy to throw in on this stuff because it's like, um, yeah, people think that there's an ultimate answer to this stuff. It's like something is, something is either good or bad. And, 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 and if we, if we just get on Twitter and hash this out, we're going to figure it out. But, but the only thing is like, I'm right and you're wrong. And so <laughs> I, I, we're just going to keep arguing until you, until you embrace all of my, my yeah. theories. And it's, and it's weird. And and here's the thing is like, I, I mean, I think it's why, I mean, you asked me why the hell I'm on your show. It's because you, um, it's because you do this the right way. Um, and, 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 I mean, I mean, with, with, with your show, with your podcast, I mean, with your, your, your comic book criticism, I'm sure if you got into movie, um, criticism, it would be a similar thing. It's like, here's the thing is like, I don't, I have no respect and no love for people who tear down, you know, uh, uh, people who, who create things. It is so fucking hard to get a movie maker to make mm-hmm. a comic book and, 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 and even the stuff that doesn't work, people are pouring their heart and their soul into these things. And, 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 you know, it takes, I mean, with the movie, it takes hundreds or thousands of people to make one of these things. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of stuff in there. So it's like, so there are people that get off, particularly on Twitter about getting off and be like, Oh, this sucks. And yeah, these people should be shot for making this and blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and like, what is, what does that do for the world? That's yeah. fucking, that's fucking gross. And, and, and you're spending time doing this, but, but then there, there are people like you who, I mean, I, I, you see and read stuff all the time that you're not crazy about, but, but you, you don't feel the need to st- to stand on a soapbox yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, and tear it down. Uh, um, the world needs people like you and, and, and there are some other people out there and I, I try to go on their shows as much as possible. Um, uh, who they, you know, I, I'm a consumer just like you, just like anyone else. And, 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 and I, I just told you what I loved about Creed and what I loved about the Marvel movies and, and all these things. And so, you know, uh, when, you know, there are these people who, when they see something they like, when they read something they like, they have this, this, this gift to be able to, 
whatever, hop on a website, hop on a, a, a pod stream, hop on Twitter and communicate to people why this thing is awesome and why they should check it out. And the world needs more people like that. The world needs more people like you. Well, thank um, you. I appreciate and, that. And, 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 and if we had more people like you and less, less of these acidic fucking Twitter assholes tearing everything down, I think the world would be a lot better place. People would be a lot happier. There'd be a lot more great art made. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, so yeah, I think that's important, man. I mean, it's, um, it's, uh, you know, and, and even, I mean, I, I, I certainly appreciate home runs like Top Gun Maverick and, 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 you know, and whatever, but I, I also appreciate when people swing for the fences and don't quite clear it. Right. Yeah. Because, because we're all so fucking safe in everything that we do right now. Um, and a lot of that is dollars and cents and it's necessary or whatever, but, um, yeah, it's keeping, keeping formulaic and, and, yeah. and big productions. It seems to, cause that, that's one of the bigger critiques about Marvel right now is it's like, they, they say that like Marvel doesn't take risks. Right. But then when they put out the Eternals and then everybody shits, so many people shit on that movie. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't hate that movie. The only thing, the only thing I'm confused about with that movie is how it ends with, with this with this like being trying to emerge from the, the earth right and and he gets yeah. part part of the way there and then he like and then it freezes and he stops and and no other movie has talked about like the repercussions of what would have happened to the planet and and all yeah. of that still being there and this giant hand and like coming yeah. out of the the whole planet you know this, this yeah. eternal like can't, or is that, is that what that's not no they're I, I can't remember what the cosmic beings are called yeah. um but the the big giant yeah. statue yeah. people yeah i know uh, what you're talking about I, I saw the movie one time i don't remember either but but yeah i mean you're totally right where it's like um and what you're this thing you're talking about is actually something that marvel does really well you know there was this alien invasion in new york city in event in the first avengers movie and um there has been so much amazing content that has dealt with the the ramifications of that the, yeah. the, the after effects of that i mean it's uh um, you know, the, the Spider-Man homecoming movie, right. Is, um, mm -hmm. is, you know, m m you know, Michael Keaton gets, gets screwed, uh, uh, you know, by the government in the wake of that and becomes a supervillain, right. Um, mm -hmm. uh, cause he gets a contract to clean up, um, uh, um, in the, um, in the Hawkeye series, right. Kate Bishop, um, uh, is she's, she's living in a, a, a ritzy New York apartment, uh, when, when that happens and, yeah. and the walls cave in and her dad dies and, um, and she's in danger and she looks out and she sees Hawkeye just fucking kicking ass and taking names. And she's like, yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that, you know, that's what I want to be. And she goes out and she becomes that. And, um, that was another one. People talked a lot of shit on that. I thoroughly enjoyed like, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, if you put a dog in something, like I'm gonna, Hawkeye series? I'm, yeah, 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 I'm, all, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all the fucking on it. I, I yeah, loved yeah. it, man. Awesome. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 Renner is so great in everything. Um, yeah, and and it, it, yeah, um, but 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 yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is like, there's, you know, uh, my 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 daughter is six, and um, and uh, and I mean, I she's basically seen all of the Marvel stuff. You know, she there, there's there's stuff that she absolutely loves. Um, uh, but those Marvel TV series, she really, really loves. And so, nice. you know, it, it was fun. Like on a Saturday, she comes back from her dance class. We get, you know, uh, shake shack and we watch whatever the new episode of Hawkeye or the new episode of she Hulk or whatever. Nice. Um, I think what they're doing is it's just so fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and, um, yeah, I was all in on those shows. I think they're, I think they're great. I think they're, um, it's weird. It's like, you know, again, the Twitter assholes want all this stuff to be, 
you know, they want it to be a certain way. And, and when it's not, they, they don't, they don't accept what it is. They're not interested in what it is because I mean, for me, for me, that's why it's amazing because like, I, I am surprised, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it's different. It's, um, it's challenging. It's interesting. Um, they are swinging, you know, She-Hulk, they were swinging for the fucking fences, you know? Um, and, uh, it, with the way they were telling those stories in a lot of ways, um, uh, she literally like steps out of the television at so at one point, you know. Uh, yeah, that she, that, she, she that finale was gnarly, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was so um, crazy. Uh, yeah, um, and uh, and and so sign me the fuck up, man. Um, uh, but but yeah, I, you know, it's weird. I, I I mean, I I sort of take issue. You know, I mean, I I don't I I don't think you were. I don't think you were. Um, you weren't embracing this idea that Marvel doesn't take chances. You were saying people say Mar- Marvel doesn't take chances. Yeah, and then like, when they and, and then when they yeah. do, they get mad about it. Like that's what yeah. blows my mind. Like yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I, I get excited. I don't yeah. get as excited. Like like I yeah. said, we we're kind of oversaturated, and yeah. and I but I keep being like you know I I won't I won't ever swear off the MCU or Marvel or Disney right, but I don't usually go. I usually wait for the D plus streaming premiere to watch yeah, the yeah. new movies now. Like it's just mm-hmm. easy, it's easier. It's cheaper and like. Uh, the movies are longer. I can like make a dinner and and sit down and yeah. watch it and pause it if I need to go to the bathroom yeah. or whatever, or if I miss yeah. something, rewind it. Uh, this, so like this is this is why theaters are dying, bringing it back around. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. It's my yeah. fault. The theaters yeah. no, are dying. No, 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 no. I mean, it's, it's not, no, it's not all of our fault. It's it's the idea that you know, I mean, we're, we're so comfortable and we're so used to what you're talking yeah. about now. This pandemic aged the world twenty years. You know, yeah. it's like we're we're you know we've got it great. We can, you know, we can do our interviews like this. Like this is how I'm. I'm, I'm pitching a TV show. Uh, we were talking about this uh, off camera, but um, uh, we are. Um, I sold a TV show to a um, uh, uh, to a, a studio. We're we're having all the network conversations next week and the week after, um, and we are doing it all via, um, you know, via Zoom. You know, oh, wow. um, and, um, and, you know, so I, I don't ever have to leave the fucking house, you know, and, <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's amazing. Cause we can do, you know, we, we can hit, you know, 10, uh, we can hit 10 networks in in a couple of days and, um, mm-hmm. and we have, uh, you know, we have, um, so it's me and my writing partner who are LA based, but we're on, we're on different sides of LA. He's in Santa Monica. I'm in Eagle Rock. Um, we have these two producers who are now maybe, uh, uh, in the Cayman Islands, um, uh, we have three actors: one who is in LA, but one who is shooting in Toronto, and another who is shooting in New Orleans. Wow. So the idea that we would get all these people together, um, you know, in in one room ten times over the course of two weeks is absurd. But now we can just do this all, and this is how business is being done. We we don't yeah. have to do this. And so and so back to what you're talking about. Yeah, of course, man. Like like y- y- your home is awesome. You make great food. You're comfortable. You don't have to go out. Uh, um, so yeah, wa- you know, watch that fucking movie in the, um, you know, in, in the safety and the, the 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 comfort of your own home. I and- will say, last weekend though, we went. Uh, do, do you watch anime at all? Uh, you- not so much. No. Okay, so like the, yeah. the the new Demon Slayer premiere, they okay. they like they redid the animation for the the last two two or three episodes of the last season. And yeah. so they did a theatrical release. And, and so like updated animation for the, the season finale. And then the f- first episode of the new season that will premiere in April. Yeah. And I went with my sister and brother-in-law and cousin and, and we went. Um, and so, and it was like, I hadn't been to a theater in a, in a hot minute. Right. And so yeah. like the big screen, the, 
what I don't have at home is those fucking luxurious recliners that yeah, are yeah. astronomically priced if you go to like a furniture store and want to buy one. Yeah, yeah. But like, so like, you know, we get that. I paid 18 bucks for a large drink and a large popcorn and covered it in butter. Right. And so like, that yeah. was cool, even though it was expensive. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, when, the, when the, when the, when the trailers hit and then like when they, they played the anime intro song and it was like, I was like, Oh, like it reminded me why some things are cool to see in theaters. Cause it, it had been a while since I went and it was yeah. cool, like, you know, I was with friends, you know, like we all, all hanging out together and it was just, it was a good day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was fun. But, but yeah, I mean, most often than not is, um, yeah, I just, it's just, it's just, it's part of it's easier, you know, and we're, we pay, we pay all this, we, we pay a lot of money for a lot of different streaming um, outlets, right? Like we have, yeah. we have all these subscriptions and, and they keep adding new ones like every year, right? That, that yeah. like, that want to lure you in and, yeah, and well, 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 I mean, that, that, that's going to be, yeah, I mean, that that's, that's why streaming is in trouble right now is that there are so many options and really, too what's, much, gonna, yeah. really what's going to happen is these things are going to start to consolidate, you know, um, and and you know we'll have i heard they're all going to go into one or, box and they're going to call it cable yeah <laughs> there, there you go yeah, yeah yeah i don't know if it'll be but you know but i mean it's not going to be surprised if um i'm not going to be surprised if disney sells hulu and hulu ends up merging with something else and yeah. you know there, there's just um you know and, and a lot of these other ones will kind of get gobbled up and um but but yeah that i mean that's we're still figuring out how to do this but it's like but you know i mean here's the thing is like I mean, this is where we're at now, where it's like you and I go to the theater so rarely now, right? Uh, I, I mean, there's certain things I, I had to see. I had to see Top Gun Maverick uh, on IMAX on IMAX day one. Um, I'm I'm such a fan of the Rocky franchise that I was I was in the theater, you know, w- week one. Um, I'm still thinking about going to see Cocaine Bear uh, in a theater because yeah. I think it's, it's just so bonkers, <laughs> and um, and I think that would might, might be worth the trip. Um, and just being like Ray's last movie yeah. too, like it'd be, yeah. it just would be cool to see him on the screen one more time. Yeah. I think. There's, there's very little. I, I still haven't gone to see Ant Man, um, and I see, I, I still see most of the the MCU. I, I mean, I, I think I've seen all but maybe one or two MCU movies in the in the theater. I didn't see Eternals, um, but but that was and a lot of that was a pandemic thing. I didn't I didn't see Black Widow, um, um, but but that was a that was when Disney released that right to right to yeah. their streamer and you know that, that was a whole thing but um but yeah but it, you know it's like so i mean you and i grew up going to the movies and loving the movies and and half the reason that you and i are on here talking about this shit is because we spent so much time in a movie theater right um, yeah. um but so that's us right and 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 it, it's not working for us anymore and so what happens when my daughter um you know, when my daughter is our age, I mean, and, mm. and, 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 and people like her are kind of running the show, you know, they're the primary consumers, like who's going to go to the fucking movies. My, my daughter is, um, my daughter is six now, six and a half. And she has been to a movie theater once or twice in her life, you know, oh, and, wow. uh, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's just not, I mean, she loves, she loves streamers. She's six and she can find anything on, on any streamer she needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's what life is like for her now. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, I blame it. my dad. Cause we used to, I yeah. used to, my dad and I used to go to like all the big nerd movies and we used to see them in 3d. Cause like forever ago we went and saw dread 3d. And, yeah. and like both, that was our, both of our first like 3d experience. And we were like, blew our fucking mind, man. And yeah. I, I love that new, I love Sly's dread still, but like the, the new dread was great. And, uh, and then we went, 
to um we saw man of steel uh in, in theaters uh together and like that that was great in 3d and we so we th that used to be a deal but now my dad's old and has this weird deal about sitting and he's not very tall so he yeah. has like this weird hang up about sitting in furniture when his feet don't touch the ground so he doesn't like movie theater chairs because of that and then he oh, well. he like falls asleep easy sometimes and stuff so like i can't even when i i'll like try and pay for him to like i when i went and saw the new batman in theaters i, mm -hmm. I had to go by myself and i was like dad i was like come with me man i'll pay for you and he was like i went late it was a late show but he was like no i'm good i'll watch it later and i was just like like, yeah. god damn it man like so i can't even like you know like even when i'm like trying to you know and my friends don't often want to go see movies either right they're just like yeah. it's just a thing that like people don't it's yeah like like you said like when we were growing up man and, and i also remember like when theaters used to have arcades and so like yeah. not only would we go see this movie we would we would go early and stay late and like play in the arcade and have fun yeah. and like eat you know eat food that didn't cost like $20,000, like yeah, $20,000 nachos back in those days. Yeah. And so like that, that part of it's kind of gone too, right? It's just like, you know, they, it's, it's like you, you go in and you leave and then somehow you spend like 60 bucks. An hour. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I, my wife and I and my daughter go to a movie, like it'll cost us upwards of a hundred dollars, you know, it's yeah. like, I mean, we can, you know, we could go have a really great meal for that. Like we mm -hmm. could, um, you know, I don't know, like, you know, I could, I could go see a basketball game for that, you know? <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe not anymore. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's um, it's it's tough, and it's a huge time commitment, and and you know, you can't you can't pause, and you can't get up and piss, and um, and um, yeah, there's something about it, but it's um, it's weird. It's you know, but but we're we're seeing a similar thing in 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 comics, man, where it's like um, the uh, you know, just the the way we consume this stuff is just changing so radically, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, we're, I mean, I, I love, a, I love a, co a good comic shop and I grew up in comic shops and, um, but it's, um, you know, it's a tough go for comic shops. It's a even tougher go for, um, for publishers now, you know, it's yeah. just, um, uh, it's, it's hard. It's a, it's a rocky, yeah. it's a rocky, uh, terrain for indie comics right now, which I wanted to ask you about, cause you seem to be having, some pretty good luck lately. Um, and I, I mean, you've, you've had good luck and I thought, you know, part of it is, is your audience that knows you and loves you and, and is there for whatever you put out. Right. But I mean, I feel like you're, you're sitting at, uh, you're at 7,900 right now for, for jump three. Yeah. And, and, and was this one of your, like, did, have you, have you day one funded before for the jump? Like, or was that like, was this a first for jump? It, it usually takes a couple of days. Okay. Um, I think when I did Peacekeepers, we funded in, in you know, in about 36 hours. Uh, nice. but, but, that, but then it was a slog after that. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the jumps, the jumps taken a couple of days generally. Um, this, this is very quick and it was very energetic. It's funny, uh, it's sort of a, a, as we talk about this, it seems like things have cooled off a little bit. Um, uh, Kickstarter is really weird right now. You know, you, you got to kind of keep stirring the pot and keep things fired up. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I mean, it's, I, this is actually, um, it's good that we had such an enthusiastic response. I mean, I, I, I sort of, I sort of couch that and that, I mean, here's the thing is, uh, you know, I don't like to complain about what's happening on Kickstarter for me because it's, you know, the, the average, you know, the average creator goes on Kickstarter and they're struggling to make three grand or something like yeah. that. And I mean, you know, my campaigns generally do whatever, 15 or 16 and we'll, you know, we'll do that. We might do a little more than that this time, but, um, but you hope every time that you're going to get the, the like 
stratospheric campaign you know yeah. some of these some of these campaigns will just take off and suddenly it's your sixty thousand dollar campaign and and you're off to the races on this stuff trying to get and, that charlie stickney money yeah and, <laughs> or, that, it, it, or that boom andy diggle million dollar expense campaign yeah money. yeah yeah well I, I don't know about that but the you know that that charlie stickney uh, uh thing would be nice but um but here's the thing is um i was off um i haven't uh i was off kickstarter for about two years mm-hmm. um uh, it, it's a little misleading because uh, Immortal Studios uh, ran the Fashing Origins uh, uh, campaign, um, you know, when I wrote that. Um, uh, but I didn't, you know, I, I I helped promote it and stuff like that. But I, uh, but that was not my campaign. I was not running it. Um, yeah. The last the last two years have been wrapped up in movie stuff. We sort of started to talk about it, but you know, I had this uh, had this film with Emil Hirsch shot in Italy. I had this uh, this film with Fernando Treba and Matt Dillon shot in uh, in Greece, and so I was out there. And um, and uh, um, then uh, I'm prepping this movie that is about to shoot in Germany uh, with with Uli Adele, who's another kind of Oscar winner uh, uh, director. Um, and then I sold this TV show to Lionsgate, and and we're prepping that. So for the last two years. You know, I, I have this pesky day job shooting. Um, I, I mean, uh, are writing film and TV, right? And so, <laughs> so my day job has not allowed me to do uh, a Kickstarter. So I'm, I am back. You know, for some reason, uh, I am back um, while we are having all the network conversations on my my TV show, which is not ideal. Um, but yeah, so I was gone for two years. Long winded way of saying that. Um, and so, coming back with issue three of the jump after a two year hiatus, um, I am very happy with the enthusiasm that, uh, that, you know, sort of my, my fan base has shown, but also just the, the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the platform at large, you know, um, it's such a great place to take something. I mean, it's, um, I've obviously put books out in comic shops and, um, and Fashing Origins, you know, uh, uh, this dynamite's going to put that yeah, out too. Yeah. Sign a big deal with dynamite with Fashing kind of as the, the flagship of that. And so that'll be out, you know, in comic shops again. Um, but it is a really weird time to put stuff out in comic shops. Um, you know, obviously, I, I don't know if you're with boom or, or you're with image. Great, you know, great, great, strong publishers right now. And, mm-hmm. and, and sign me the fuck up. Uh, you know, we, we can talk about the intricacies of that in a little bit. You probably find it interesting, but, um, but man, you know, I don't want to name names necessarily, but, um, but for the last two years, I, I, for the last two years, I've not been completely away from comics. Um, I, uh, I, I, I've obviously been working on jump three. Um, I finished the peacekeepers. Um, I've, I've only put issues one and two on Kickstarter this far. I have six issues done now. Um, and, uh, and I haven't had the time to do the Kickstarter. Um, I had the trade done. I could take it to a publisher, but you know, it's maybe the worst time ever to, to, to consider that. Um, I've done four issues of Fashang. The world's only seen one of those. Um, so I've been working, but also, um, I've had business with a lot of upper middle tier, second tier publishers, um, going on that has been really rocky Mm. um you know i mean if you've been reading headlines uh uh you can probably sort of glean what i'm talking about yeah definitely um i don't want to name names uh necessarily but um but yeah it's been such a tough go you know and 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 again when i'm 
when I'm writing these movies and writing these TV shows and I can write my own books, like the, you know, just a lot of times where I end up in this place where I'm like, why, why, why am I doing this? Or why would I do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, this, yeah. is, this seems to be a waste of time. And so, so I'm looking at this stuff and, you know, it, uh, I mean, you had Charlie Stickney on recently and maybe he said something similar, but it's like, um, almost all of these publishers, um, I don't know what they have to offer me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what they have to offer the average person. I mean, there's, there, here's the thing. And you don't like, know if they're going to be around. You don't know if, if, if yeah. they, if they do offer yeah. you something, are they going to be able to make good on that offer? And is yeah. the book ever going to come out? And if it yeah. doesn't, are you going to get the rights to that book back to, to be able to yeah. take it somewhere else or do something on your own shoulders with it? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Charlie Stickney is very out. He, he is on the front line saying like, he's he's fighting hard for indie comics right but he's being very yep. real with people and he's like there are going to be a lot of companies shutting their doors and there's not a goddamn thing yep. we can do about it other than make the comics ourselves and go to kickstarter yeah, and, yeah. And, and use that crowdfunding platform and 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 the audience that we've built ourselves to try and yep. sell out like he's he's out there like taking people to church on it and i i see yep. it and i i agree with it and you know, I, I worry because, you know, there's there's still, you know, a lot more people have been turned on to Kickstarter the last couple of years, yeah. but there's still a lot of people that are like, it's too expensive. I can't afford it. Or, you know, even now, like so many get picked up after the fact and, and we'll, we'll drop in a shop, right? Like, yeah, I, I won't name names either, but there, there was recently a comic that I backed on Kickstarter and paid $13 for, and it got picked up by a publisher and the first two issues were out in shops for three ninety nine a piece before Kickstarter's yeah, shit. That's, that's terrible. And yeah, I was like, what? You know, like, really so yeah. when stuff like that's happening too, and, and, and that's not good for the crowdfunding community too. Right. But, yeah. um, but yeah, so stuff like that's going on. And a lot of people are seeing like, like, Oh, well, if I, if I don't get this now, like I'll buy it for way cheaper from source point or whoever, or scout yeah. or whoever yeah. picks it up later. So that's a problem too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think on Kickstarter, you need to, you need to, you definitely need to create a premium and exclusive experience and, and yeah. you, you create something special with the fans. And if you're not doing that, and if you're not respecting that, then you have no business being on the platform. But, um, but yeah, there's just, there's just so many fucking hoops to jump through with this crap. And, and, you know, half these guys are going to be out of business and in, in, in a year mm -hmm. anyway. And, um, and, um, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's not for everybody. Here's the thing is, you know, you look at, um, uh, you've had David Peplos on, right? Yeah. 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 And great guy. And, you know, maybe my best friend in comics and, um, and, you know, I, I, I called my shot two years before he ever signed the deal that he was going to be writing for Marvel, you know, yeah. um, and, and, and almost two years to the, <laughs> I, I, I was given an interview like this and, and somebody asked me, maybe I was given an interview with previews world or something like that. And they asked me, yeah, what are you reading? What do you like? And, and I'm like, you know, like Spencer and Locke is incredible. David mm -hmm. Peplos is meant to do this in two years. He's going to be writing Avengers and, um, and almost two years to the day, uh, Peplos got to go on his Facebook and say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm actually writing Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I called that, but, um, so if you want to follow that path, like, uh, you, you have to kind of climb a ladder. Like he had to do, Peplos had to do his, uh, you know, he had to do his, um, action lab book before he could do his, um, his aftershock book. And he had to mm -hmm. do his aftershock book before he could do before Marvel would look at him. And so, so, you know, to a certain degree, there's this ladder that you have to climb. It's, you know, it's not quite as set in stone as it used to be, but to a certain degree, there's that. But but here's the thing: it's like I I I have no desire to write 
Savage Avengers. Um, uh, I, I couldn't write Savage Avengers. Like what Pepos did is fucking incredible, but he's, he's a Marvel encyclopedia. If, yeah. if, if Marvel came to me and said, Hey, we want you to do Savage Avengers, like pick your team and write. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know those characters. It's what I love about his book is that I, every time I read one of those issues, he makes me fall in love with a new Marvel character that yeah. I, I sort of knew about, but didn't. Yeah. Um, and I don't have that in me. I mean, could I, could I write like a great Hulk annual or something like that? Could I write a good Tony Stark story? Sure. You know, uh, uh, yeah, um, but 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 Pepos is writing literally everything, and so if you're doing that, I'm, you know, it's like you know, I I again, I I have my movies, I have my TV shows, and and I like to tell my my comic stories mm-hmm. uh, on the side, and so for a guy like me, and you know, for for a guy or a gal who's sitting at home and just wants to tell their stories, like these companies don't. I mean, here's the thing: is like you you, you know you, you make very you, you make very little money putting uh, as a creator putting comics in, in comic shops. If if you have a big image book, maybe you make a couple of dollars, uh, um, um, you know. But unless you want to be that kind of workman, I'm getting a page rate. Sort of, it's really hard to to, mm-hmm. to make a living doing that. Um, but you, you can make your book. You can go to Kickstarter. Um, and you can make a couple of dollars and, 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 you know, the, the first thing is, I mean, every time I make a trade, right. If I'm going to put a four or five issue trade together, that's going to cost me anywhere from 15 to, you know, 20 to $25,000, wow. uh, in, in art, you know, I'm, I'm paying an artist, I'm paying a colorist, I'm paying a letterer. Um, I might pay production people. Um, and if scout comics is publishing that I'm not making that money back. I may make, yeah. I, I may make a fraction of it back, but it, it's just labor of love. I'm just, you know, I, and, and, and I'm lucky in that. Look, here's the thing I put, I put 15 or 20 grand into aberrant, um, and action lab published it. And, um, I made very little of that back, uh, uh, putting it in a comic shop where I made my money back is that I I'm a Hollywood guy. I was able to, get aberrant set up as a tv show uh two weeks before uh issue two hit hit uh hit comic shops and then you know i got paid for the property and i got paid to write a uh you know to 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 write it as a tv show um there are very few people who have that that open to them right um uh but again i can i can go to kickstarter i can make my budget back i can actually maybe make a couple of dollars, uh, uh, writing comics on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can pay my artists, my, my colorist, my, my letterer very well. Um, I, I can pay, uh, you know, I can pay variant cover artists. I can do all of these things. Um, you can actually make a living doing comics this way, you know, and, 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 um, and the bar is set very low in terms of, I mean, I can, um, I can make money, selling comics to 300 people, you know what I'm saying? Whereas, whereas, well, okay, I can, I can go to scout comics. My issue one can sell 10, 12,000 copies. And I, 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 I make a couple of dollars, you know? Um, and so if you sell, if you sell 10,000 copies on Kickstarter, you're going to be, you're going to be sitting pretty. Yeah. 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 You're going to, um, I mean, even after paying the production cost of like, the, yeah. the additional shipping and printing supplies. I mean, all that's yeah. factored into the the, yeah. the higher price point too, right? But yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting because yeah, yeah I, I heard that the other day, like like an image or something. Like if you sell like you know, you're if you're putting out an issue a month, right? And yeah. you're and you sell like five thousand issues a month, and like the the small paycheck you get for that 
Yeah. Like for, and that, like, that sounds like a decent number for like a, for, for like a, a writer who's like wanting to do that. Um, you know, and as opposed to like, you know, people getting on Kickstarter and getting like 300 backers maybe, which is, is yeah. pretty good for like a new yeah, number yeah. one unheard of, you know, comic team to, yeah, to do 300 you know issues on or 300 orders on kickstarter yeah um but yeah to, so like to think of like if you are at a, at a bigger publisher and you sell five to ten thousand copies and like it's still like that's not going to feed your family like that was yeah. that was crazy yeah. news to me i was like whoa man yeah well, well the thing is with um i mean with comic shops there's always really bad attrition also like if, let's 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 say you let's say you hit a home run and you sell ten thousand copies of issue one well issue two is going to sell five thousand and issue three is going to sell twenty five hundred mm. um and issue four is going to sell twelve hundred that's wow. that, that, that that is the math of putting um of putting you know comics in comic shops whereas on kickstarter uh, you, you, you talk about Charlie Stickney, uh, Charlie Stickney's first white ash campaign, um, was, you know, a little over 300 backers and $12,500. Mm -hmm. His second white ash campaign was 500 backers and $17,000. Um, you know, and, 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 and that built and built and built. And with Glarian, he just did the new hardcover. He's uh, over silver. He broke 60. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. well, it, well it, it was, yeah, it was even more than that. Actually, he did like 1700 backers and $74,000 wow. or something like that. And, um, and he can cash one of those checks a couple of times a year. Um, so it builds, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so the economics of it and, and the economics of it are so good that, that, you know, that boom, uh, you know, that, that boom is taking their books to, uh, to Kickstarter, uh, mm -hmm. source point, all, all of these places. Um, and so, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's trouble for the publishers. It's trouble for the comic shops. Um, we, we are changing the way we consume this stuff, just like we're doing with television. And, and, yeah. um, and it's sad in a way because certain things are, you know, if they're not dying off, they're, they're, they're ailing, um, mm -hmm. you know, like, like movie theaters are, um, but yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways it's, it's, it's good news. I mean, here's the thing is, um, is, you know, for, for me, um, you know, th there used to be gatekeepers, right? There used to be five guys and they were, you know, white men in their forties and fifties that got to tell you if your book was worth a damn or not. Right. Um, uh, you had to wait for permission from one of these like five assholes to, uh, you know, to, to do your book. You don't need that anymore. You know, um, uh, this world is wide the fuck open. Um, you, you know, you can go on Facebook, you go to, uh, you know, um, uh, God, what is, what is the name of the, the site connecting comic book writers and artists. And there's some like 35,000 members and it's basically like an artist gallery and it's all people looking for work. Oh, um, wow. I hadn't heard of that before. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it, you know, it's American artists, but it's, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I get a lot of artists stuff there. I've had artists, uh, from, um, from, from Brazil, from Mexico, from, uh, uh, the Philippines, um, uh, got my letterer from the UK there. Um, um, my, uh, my primary colorist works in Indonesia. Um, and, um, and we communicate via email and we, I pay them via PayPal and, um, we've never met, but we love each other and, uh, <laughs> and I've worked with them for years. Um, and you know, I, I, I can take my, my books to Kickstarter and I can make money and I can put it out there and, and uh, you know, again, 
this is all out there for everybody now. You, 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 you don't need a ton of money. You don't need to have an artist that lives in town. Um, yeah. uh, you don't need permission from some asshole to, 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 you know, for, for, for readers to find your book anymore. Um, and that, that's great in a number of ways where it's like, um, you know, there used to be, there was a huge sector of, uh, of our population that never saw themselves in comics for a really long time. If you were black or you were gay or, 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 you know, whatever you were differently abled, however you want to say that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, uh, you know, th- these people never saw they, they, they walked into a comic shops, a shop. They did not see themselves. Right. They pick yeah. up, they pick up 20 books. They don't recognize the people in the books. Right. And they walk right out of a comic shop. Um, that's not the case anymore. No matter what your, no matter what your background is, you can go on to Kickstarter yeah. and you're not just going to find one book that speaks to you. You're going to find 10, mm-hmm. 20 books that speak directly to you. Um, and if you have a story to tell, you know, uh, you're going to find people that are going to love it on, on that platform. And that's, that's pretty incredible. You know, um, uh, do you think it also helps like with you and, 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 and this is a very specific t- t- Ryland Grant question, but like yeah. as, as someone who, like you mentioned, you've, you've got your fingers in many ponds, right? Yeah. Well, that's not, but you know what I'm saying? I, I think <laughs> I said the same thing I, 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 and it wasn't right then. And, and I think he just repeated <laughs> me. So, so I'll, I'll take the blame for that one. But yeah. But, but yeah. you know, you, you're, you're working on like, you've got like big, you've got movie products, projects yeah. you're working on in TV and things that like are very, are very like intense and, and elongated, you know, project timelines and stuff that, that you have to keep up with. Whereas like, if you did get that like proposed kind of job and, and you have like these monthly deadlines, like that would be, I feel very hard for you to keep up with and keep your, your cinema career going where you want it to and, and to like push in those fields as well. Whereas like Kickstarter and the properties you've put out on Kickstarter and your, your fan base that you've built from Kickstarter is it's there for you when you're ready. Right. Like the, the, I, I noticed when I was rereading the jump, um, the second issue of jump at the, the back cover says like issue three come in 2021, obviously things yeah. happened that yeah, we yeah. didn't know were going to happen. Yeah. But so like now, but two years later you funded in a day, like people were still yeah. ready for this, still thirsty for it, hungry for it, wanted it, you know, and, and are yeah. paying that, that, uh, you know, that, that Kickstarter tax to like get this, you know, to get this comic book that yes, it's going to come with like nice, thick, glossy pages and cardstock. And like, it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, you're, and you have, a, know, you have yeah. a record of shipping the products safely and getting them to your people. So like you have all that going for you, but it's very much, it's there for you when you're ready. It, yeah. It's not like you're having to keep up with these crazy deadlines on top of your other crazy deadlines. Like, like you mentioned, you know, like you've launched this campaign. It's, it's great that it's funded, but you're still having to promote, go on shows and do stuff. And mm-hmm. while you're, you're pitching, this new tv show and doing all this other stuff so i mean i i think for for people like you and and, and also like people with, with with like extensive day jobs and just have a dream of wanting to put out a comic like you can you don't have to sacrifice as big of a thing as big of an element of your life to like do this it's it's you know it's you you don't have to do one a month you can do one every six months or five yeah. you know like you can do yeah. a couple a year three a year maybe you know like some people do more but it's it's very much like catered to the individual and yeah. it and it lets you it lets you be in control of like so many aspects like from from production to shipping from you know page count to 
to var- how many variants you want to how often you want to yeah. release an issue and all that right and so like i feel like i feel like kickstarter is a, is a good place for you but simultaneously i was also real fucking stoked when you signed up with immortal right yeah. like it and it was I, and then i was i love immortal right and i love peter and all those people are so great like you you were all on the show last last year or yeah, yeah i think it was last yeah, last yeah, year yeah. when 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 we had like uh, that launch party uh and you know it i i think they're they're doing really great things and and you know putting putting agency in into you know character like you said like they're making a, a culture scene and celebrating yeah. it right this like whole this whole wuxia movement is very cool and so many people don't know about it and now they do because of this and even more people are going to learn about it once you know dynamite starts dropping all you know these yeah. these new issues in store too you know so it's like I, I get why you like Kickstarter and, and I think it works great for, for you and, and other, other people in similar positions. But yeah, like, I just think it, I was really glad like you teamed up with Immortal. First of all, like Fa Sheng was fucking baller. It was so good. Yeah. Dexter is, is so talented and like, you know, I, and I love like the, the research you all put into it and it just, it felt, felt very real. Um, you know, you talked about earlier how like how we want to be surprised and how it's harder and harder to do that as as numb as we've become to like everything. Mm-hmm. And even even in this historical narrative, you still surprised us. Like I didn't think that that's how that issue one was going to end of, you know, like I got spoiler alert, like this dude saves a bunch of white people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like and I was like and I thought that was like so cool. Right. And it, it was like you know, this, 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 this kid like wants to be a warrior so bad. Right. And, and he finally gets to be this warrior. And then he, he finds something new to fight for in the midst of this battle. I, I thought that was beautiful. And, and the whole issue was great. And, and yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really excited um, that, that dynamite's going to put it out. More people are going to get their eyes on it. Uh, and like I said, like Peter and everybody at immortal, they've always been great, super nice to me and stuff. And lots of, lots of talent, lots of cool stuff going on there. And it's cool that you and Stickney are, are, you know, helping build that narrative universe as well. And I know earlier I, we kind of touched on it, but like you've done some panels and stuff with them at, at cons and stuff too. Like how's, how's the reception going? Like when, when you do like a a Kickstarter panel, like even when you guys can say dynamite, Mm -hmm. but dynamite hasn't put the issues out yet. Right. So like, unless, unless people have been on Kickstarter or you, I mean, you can go to the immortal studios website and order the comics, but like, I mean, it are, are are you getting like good feedback like do are, do people know what you guys are talking about or have they have they gotten the product like is it yeah is it, like what's the what's that like yeah it's um it, it's it's uh very well received yeah i mean we um we just did a um we just did a big event with kind of the immortal super fans at uh the um the martial arts uh museum in burbank yeah um which was pretty cool uh and and yeah we, we've had uh we had a big WonderCon panel we had a big san diego comic-con panel um and yeah it's um you know immortals it, it, you know immortals great and they're doing something that you know that should be out there but it isn't out there mm-hmm. um you know and it's all based on um you know, it's all based on the work of, of Xiao Yi. Peter's Peter's father was yeah, one of the yeah. W- yeah one of the more prolific uh, uh, wuxia you know novelists out there. I don't and wrote like two hundred books or something like that. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah, and so um, the world's ready for it. And um, and you know, whenever we go to a big con or something like that, people are are excited about it. You know, particularly um, particularly people in the Chinese community. You know, mm-hmm. because it, it it's it's um it's something that's so important 
to uh to a lot of chinese uh folks culturally mm-hmm. um it's it's theirs there's some ownership there you know um uh you know almost like um i mean you're you, you know you're 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 wearing a chief's hat there you know like the i mean the, the the way the way we love football and we're all in on football and we'll 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 kill for football you know what I'm <laughs> uh, uh you know and in the way where it's like you know, I can I can be walking through an airport and see uh, you know see somebody wearing a, a Michigan Wolverines hat and be like you mm-hmm. know you know yo <laughs> you know um, uh, that sort of thing. I mean, it's it, it's uh, it's weird. It was just sitting there for anyone, you know, and yeah. and and um, and it was sort of something the world needed, um, and particularly I think that community needed. And um, Peter was the perfect person to, to pick it up and, and, and bring it to the world. And, and he's doing some really interesting stuff and he's a really smart guy and he's got some, some really um, good backers and um, I'm excited to be a part of it. I mean, you hit it on the head where it's like, I don't, um, I mean, my, my, my film and TV stuff, you know, I've only talked about a, a portion of it here, but it's like, I don't, I don't have time for a lot of this stuff. I do, I do my books and it's kind of soul food on the side, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I get offered stuff like, Hey, do you, you know, do you want to, do you want to do a mini series for this character? And it's like, uh, you know, I don't think I have the time for it. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, I mean, in a vacuum, sure. Um, and, and thank you for thinking of me, but I, I don't, I don't have the time to, I don't have the time to do it. I don't, I don't have the bandwidth to, to do it right. Um, and so, um, and so, you know, Charlie started working for Peter and I, I like Charlie a lot. I respect the hell out of Charlie and I know Charlie doesn't, Charlie doesn't, Charlie's really busy also. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't take jobs, uh, um, willy nilly. And so I, I sort of raised an eyebrow when, when Charlie started writing for them and I really liked what Charlie put out with them. Um, but Charlie introduced me to Peter and Peter and I just really hit it off as people. Um, I recognized him as a fellow traveler and, you know, I have my Zen stuff and Peter mm-hmm. has his own pursuits. And um, so Peter and I just started hanging out and we would get together, I don't know, once a month or something like that and have lunch. And we would just, nice. we weren't talking about work. We'd talk about philosophy and religion and martial arts and history and whatever. Um, and it, it became pretty became pretty obvious at some point that we would do something together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we just didn't know what. And, um, and I don't know if I'd have the time for it or, or whatever. And Peter called me up at some point and he was like, Hey, I have the thing. Um, and I was like, ah, shit. You know, I, 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 I sort of hoped it wasn't the thing because, um, <laughs> because I, I didn't, I didn't have room for it, you know? Um, and then he showed it to me. He showed me the, the sort of seeds that became Fasheng, uh, eventually. And, um, I read it and I got it and I, I understood why he came to me for it. You know, it's about, um, I mean, that story in particular was important to me. I'm a, I, I, I'm a, one of the weird lines in my bio is that I'm an ordained Soto Zen Buddhist monk. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you're, when you're ordained and in, in any sect, you, you get a lineage chart and I can, I can follow my lineage back, you know, all the way to the Buddha, you know, originally, but, um, but Buddhism was brought to China and when it was brought to China, it was brought to the Shaolin temple. Um, and so I can follow my lineage back to the Shaolin temple. And so I'm, I'm writing this, I'm writing this story about a monk at the Shaolin temple right around 1900. And so I am, I am actually examining a a link in the chain of my, my, my lineage. Um, 
and then at the same time, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do a lot of martial arts stuff. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all in on Kempo right now and I'm, I'm studying Kempo and teaching Kempo and competing, uh, uh, in, 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 in tournaments, uh, uh, you know, as a yeah, Kempo. I saw you post that, that big ass trophy the other day, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, 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 my first, uh, my first karate tournament since I was uh, 15 and yeah, I, I, I did pretty well. Um, but, uh, but so, so Kempo, you know, Kempo, uh, the Kempo lineage, uh, goes back to the Shaolin temple also. Um, uh, um, when, uh, this guy named Bodhidharma bar- brought Buddhism from India to China, um, he brought it to the Shaolin temple and he encountered these monks who were out of shape and, and dire need of something to kind of motivate them and, and, and invigorate their bodies. And so he taught them this series of exercises that eventually sort of morphed with some of the stuff that was going on in the region and became Shaolin Kung Fu. And, um, and, you know, a hundred different versions of Shaolin Kung Fu were spun off from the temple. One of those, one of those versions, uh, uh, made it to Okinawa, um, and married with some of the things that were going on in Okinawa and became something, uh, you know, became a new form of karate. And eventually that moved from Okinawa to Hawaii. Um, and again, married with some of the, the local culture and that became Kempo Karate, American Kempo Karate. Um, and so in two very different ways, I can trace my lineage back to the Shaolin temple at this time. And so it was really meaningful. And so I, 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 you know, and, and this, this is a story about a monk at the Shaolin temple, a Buddhist monk. And, and, and it is about a guy who's, you know, he's young, he's 18 and he thinks he has the world figured out. And then the world just delivers him a big fucking shit burger to eat. Right. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and he questions everything he thought he knew. And, um, and he has, and he's asking huge questions for the first time and he's looking for answers and he finds answers in, in practice in in meditation and martial arts and, um, in, uh, doing good for your fellow man, all of these things. And, um, and I was that guy, you know, I, 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 I didn't grow up during, um, you know, the, 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 uh, the boxer uprising and, and during the war era in China, which was, was insane. Um, but I grew up in a housing project in Detroit and that was insane in its own way. And, yeah, um, I bet. and so I had a lot of like Fashang, I had a lot of stuff to work out and, 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 and the way I worked it out, the way I became a, um, a productive member of society was through all of these things. And so it's really, it's a man going through the same journey I did, but he's doing it a hundred years later. Um, wow. and, and that was really interesting. And then, you know, I also, when I choose any project, whether it's a movie or a TV show, I, I fall in love with the world first, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, and, uh, you know, a, a place, a time, a culture. And, and it's amazing for me to just dive right in and just, and just, just learn it all and feel it all and suck it all up. And, um, and I'm, you know, so I'm, you know, Peter has, Peter has me meeting with Shaolin monks and all of these things and, 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 you know, but, but I had lived a lot of it. I mean, I, I had spent, you know, I've spent the last 20 years of my life in and out of monasteries, you know, yeah. uh, uh, and, and, um, and so, uh, yeah, it was amazing getting to know the world and stuff like that. And, and so, so in a lot of ways it was an ideal, um, it was the ideal project. It was an ideal working experience. And so I had to, you know, when Peter brought it, I was like, God damn it, I have to do this now. I have to figure out how to do this. I don't have the time. I don't have the bandwidth. Um, I'm saying no to, you know, I'm saying no to big publishers, uh, uh, you know, writing characters cause I don't have the time or the, but, but I need to figure out how to do this. And I did. But I think that that's why it's so yeah. damn good, man. Yeah. It's cause it, it, you, you can, you can feel your attachment 
to the narrative. Like yeah. it, it's like I said, there's so much agency and authenticity in that in that first you know twenty thirty pages, whatever the, the page count was in, in issue one. Like, and it just it was it's a very very great read, and and it's so it's interesting how you you're dealing with these kind of two aspects right because because like you're 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 big on meditation and and, and you you teach it and, and practice it and, and go to these like um these seminars and stuff and you've, you've traveled the world to like to to learn from these masters and and to to make yourself a better teacher right and so it's like you're you're in these kind of two worlds where like martial arts is, is very much like you're connecting your mind and spirit to the body and making it one right and it's it's all one muscle to be to be flexed and utilized for the greater good right and then you go to like the jump and and it's about separating the mind from the body and making this new muscle and, and like leaving, you, you know, leaving the, the normative world and, and going into this, this new place, right. This ethereal mm -hmm. environment where anything can happen. And, yeah. and, and that's what we're seeing in the jump right now. And so it's, it's very cool looking at both of these narratives and, and watching like they have your voice in them, right. It feels very grantian right yeah, grantian, yeah. <laughs> and Grant verse, but it, yeah. they're both wildly different right like wildly different time periods different circumstances but like i said it's it, like how the mind is is connected and disconnected and it's mm -hmm. so intriguing and and you're 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 a smart motherfucker man like you really are like you, you like all, talking to you always impresses the shit out of me and like i've Every time we've talked, I, I've left like thinking about something differently, and 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 you and inspired in something new. And you're very you're very good at that. You're you're like Peter. I can see why you guys get along. You're you're both very you're both very magnetic, right? And it's like I feel like when you guys leave a room, like most of the people don't want you to leave that room. They're like they want you to stay and keep talking and keep telling stories. And like that's that's why I love that's why I love your work. And that's it's again like I. I respect the hell out of you and and it's 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 so cool like thinking about the the jump and fa Sheng and some of your other narratives and like i said like the connect connection and disconnection and and that dichotomy and that weird balance right and and these are things that you deal with in in, in the everydayness of your existence even even though it's like wildly different than like you know most people aren't talking to producers and pitching tv shows right like you live in a different world but there's you you still like make yourself you like remind yourself to be human and to like separate yourself from all that whether it's to tell a story or just to find balance in yourself or to to, to keep from going over the edge or whatever you know like i just i think that's so cool and it's 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 so impressive how how much you you can put into these stories even when it's about like a, a fictional character um or or a historical character from from you know 100 100 100 or more years ago like and and it's just it's so cool man and, and that's why i'm really glad that like even though you were gone from kickstarter for a while i'm so glad that like your audience like i said we were all sitting here we knew it was going to happen eventually we were we were thirsty for it you know our, our throats were parched uh and then and then you know once that once that campaign dropped like we were salivating at the mouth um you know people 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 rallied on you and and it's it's still very you got 28 days left to go right like anything yep. can happen um and and it's just it's very it's very cool and and it's i'm just i'm glad I think I think I'm glad it happened. I think you deserve it. Um, I, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like a ghost town, like like the world forgot about Ryland Grant, right? But it's 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 a 
it's a reminder of the power of Kickstarter, the power of, of having an audience on a crowdfunding platform that will like basically follow you to the ends of the fucking earth and, and wait, wait for you if, if you need to catch up. Right. And I I think that's really cool. And, you know, and, and the jump is amazing and Fashing is amazing and, and all your, your, your other properties, like you just tell really good stories um, I can't, I can't wait to see your movies, man. Like the, the, the new stuff you got coming out, like this new TV show, these, 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 these foreign films, like it's so exciting. Um, like I said, I was, I was so bummed. I couldn't find English subtitles for the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, 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 it's weird. Cause I mean, the, the movie is in, I mean, it, we're talking about state of consciousness now, uh, yeah. state, state of conscious now, but, um, the, the movie, the movie's in English um they they dubbed the trailer in italian oh no that's, shit i'm the, the only trailer that exists right now is an italian trailer and and so the um uh when you're making movies in europe most of most of the funding comes from you know government film commissions mm-hmm. and so uh that was funded uh primarily by the italian film commission by the italian government and so as a you know sort of you know one of the principal like points of of the deal when you make that sort of deal is that it needs to air in italy first and needs to premiere okay. at an italian festival and then it needs to air you know uh, uh theatrically in italy and then you can do uh what you want with it and so so yeah what you're seeing that trailer is weird i mean first of all it's like it's cut by like a, a european house so it's going to be much different than any any trailer we would see in the united states mm-hmm. when you see a u.s trailer it'll be very different but it is then dubbed in Italian. Um, and, you know, I think the effects aren't even done on it. And so like, that's a, d- don't, you know, y- your, your listeners, your viewers should not run out and watch that trailer right now. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait for it to, um, um, you know, wait, wait for a U.S. version of it. But, but yeah, so that, that, that's, that's a weird deal. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like anything else. It's, um, you know, comics are an international pursuit right now. You know, um, you know, again, my, I mean, the jump is, um, you know, the, I, I, on the jump, the, the, the artist and the, um, and the, uh, the colorist are, are both, um, uh, you know, are both, um, in South America and the letterer is in, you know, is in the UK, um, you know, films, you know, outside of Marvel are, but, you know, I, I guess, you know, even the Marvel, uh, films are globetrotting fucking films, but, um, but you know, you, these are all international co-productions now, you know, um, that that's how movies are getting made these days. So, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, uh, you know, I think the, uh, this TV show will be the first, like just kind of fully U S based thing that I've done in a, you know, a long while. Wow. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're almost all, almost dealing with these, um, you know, these, these foreign conglomerate things um you know the i mean even the the germany film we're shooting it in germany but it's um you know it's it's an italian company funding that um but then the german film commission uh, is dealing with a lot of that but that's going to be in english that's going to be a, a a primarily u.s release also um but it's you know it's how you the um the international market is so huge right now you know and so if mm-hmm. you can't um it's not enough to just appeal to an american audience these days you you want to be able to show it everywhere and so the yeah. the easiest way to get something funded and get people ex- excited is is you know again i mean american writer uh I, you know uh we shot this movie in greece right but it was an american writer it was a spanish director uh it was a big american star it was a big colombian star it was a big spanish star um <laughs> and uh and I don't know. I mean, that's, um, 
you know, uh, hey man, you, usually it's war that brings countries together, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's nice. It's too, nice but, to have yeah. like yeah. cinema bring bring countries together in a, in a less violent way, right? I I, yeah. I like that. I like let's like we're all like we're all we're all people. We all have different cultures and insights and viewpoints. Like yeah, let's fucking bring it together and get weird and make a cool movie. Like I yeah. I like like I I I, I think more of that should should happen. I I think that's rad, especially if they're gonna like fly you and your family out overseas and you know like so who, who, not many people get to do that right it's just so cool and and i guess you're just you're so humble like when 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 you talk about this stuff and even when you when you talk about like your your own work whether it's in hollywood or comics or writing or, or scripting you know whatever you've done like you're you're always like you're always so so chill and and calm and 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 excited to be there Right. And, and I, I, one of the other things like I I love about you is you're just, you're very like humble and real and it's not, you know, the first time I talked to you, I was nervous. Um, but you know, like as I've I've gotten to talk to you more and and gotten to know you better over the years, you know, and it's just like, you're so approachable and easy to talk to and, and excited to, you know, excited you get excited with, with your fans when your fans are excited too. You know, it's not like, you, you know, you don't have that ego. That's like, yeah, like bow before me. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, and, I, and yeah. I think that's, I think that's so great. And that's again, I think also why you remain a, a talented storyteller and why your, why your viewpoints, um, though very unique, right. Are easily, they, they're universal and your audience can connect you know, like it's, it's to be human. Right. And, and you don't, you don't feel like you're not human. And, and whereas like, like, you know, some people do, right. It's like, you know, you, you talk to these, some people and it's like, they, they have this, like this reputation of being like so prolific. And it's like, am I even smart enough to talk to this person? Or like, you know, what kind of questions do I ask this person? You know? And it's just like, you can be, you can be talented and still like real. Right. Yeah. And you know, you're not, you're, you're still very much like, you're like, I'm a guy. I like going to the movies. That's why I make good movies. Right. And yeah. I think that's, that's, that's important. And that's, I, I think that's why earlier I very much appreciated it when you said that the, the, the scene needs more people like me and that, that meant a ton, but the same goes for you, sir. Like comic books and cinema needs also way more people like you that are, that are there for, um, you know, no matter where you are on the, on the, on the stratosphere of, of creativity, you know, whether, whether you're, you're press or a peer or just a fan and you treat everybody the same. And that's so important in today's day and age, right? Where it's like, it's so easy for people to be negative or to put people down or to like, you know, you know, build this like hegemonic relationship with their surroundings and, and, and that, that, I don't think that helps people. Right. And, and I also don't think it, that's where you don't inspire people, right? That's people may look up to you, right? But there's a difference between like people looking up to you and people being inspired by you. And you're able to do both of those things. You're, you're able like, it's, it's easy to look at you and say like, wow, that would be amazing to be like at that, to have that kind of like creative power and opportunity, but also to be like, maybe I could, if I worked hard on it. Right. Like, and, and you put that, you instill that vibe in people, which is, is very hard and rare. And, yeah. and I, that's what I appreciate about it. Well, you. yeah. I mean, thanks for saying that. And, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a fan first, you know, um, uh, I, I'm still a fan, you know, I, I, I still, <laughs> I still get excited about the books that are coming out and the movies that are coming out. I told you I was there, you know, uh, you know, Top Gun day one and I was fucking giddy, you know? Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I've, 
you know, I've, uh, I've been fortunate that I've been able to meet a lot of my heroes, you know, um, sometimes just as a fan, uh, but sometimes, you know, um, sometimes in a business setting, you know, um, uh, you know, I sat across the table from Wes Craven and, and, uh, and, and, and broke a movie with them, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, um, uh, I, my first job in Hollywood was, um, I was, uh, I was basically like Oliver Stone's shadow when he was prepping any given Sunday. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I emptied the waste baskets, uh, in Martin Scorsese's office when he was cutting, uh, bringing out the dead, you know? <laughs> crazy. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I guess I won't say which ones, but some of those people, uh, were, were incredible to me, you know? And, uh, and some of them were really awful, you know, and, and, it, cru- <laughs> and, and it crushed me. And, um, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not on the level of, uh, of, of those people in any sense, but, um, but I've, I've, uh, I've learned a lot from them in terms of, uh, you know, how you handle yourself in a, in a professional yeah. setting, but also just, you know, also just in a human setting, you know, um, uh, uh, the best of those people are, are just people. You know, and they treat everybody they meet as people, and yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, um, yeah. So I, I, I just try to, I, you know, here's the thing. I almost got, um, I almost got really rich and real, really famous when I was pretty young. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I was 24, I kind of blew up, and um, and I, uh, I got really close. Um, and I think if I would have, if I would have went stratospheric, then I probably would have been a complete disgusting asshole um but i fell then and uh and you know and i've fallen a few more times since then but every time i got back up and i kept going and um i think i'm a lot better for it you know yeah i mean that that's cool yeah. i did want to i know I've, i know i've kept you for about an hour and a half and i know i know you're under the weather um but you were okay so I was again. I was creeping on your IMD page, IMDb yeah. page yeah. earlier. Yeah. Okay. So like you were, I love Suburgatory, and you were in an episode. You were like a, a waiter in Suburgatory. Yeah, I've done. Um, you know, I, I you you hang around Hollywood long enough, and um, and uh, you know, your friends are doing things, and you get invited on set for a day, and uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in like a shot or something like that. I I, I slam a I slam a, a dish down in front of somebody, uh, and I'm annoyed with them. Um, <laughs> but if, yeah, I, I, it's, um, you know, I played a dead body on CSI one time because of a friend, uh, it's just, who a, were you, you were in winter soldier. Uh, I gotta go I, back and I, 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 I was in the background of a city. Okay. You know, I, 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 I'm not, you know, these are not, um, these are, <laughs> I didn't have lines, uh, uh, you know, in any of these things, but, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of weird Hollywood stuff that goes on. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think playing a dead body on, on a CSI episode was, um, it was one of my dreams. It's, it, it was, uh, you know, maybe five items on my bucket list and that was one of them. So that one's checked off. Nice. Yeah. Well, Rylan, like, like I said, I know, I know I kept you for, for an hour and a half. Always time goes, time just flies by when I talk to you. It's always such a pleasure. You're, you're an awesome human being. Um, you're, you're, you're telling great stories. I, it looks like you're making great movies. I'm so stoked to when those are available to watch. Like I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, it's, you know, you, know, you and, and Brian Edward Hill are, are like the two like comic book Hollywood crossover 
yeah. folks I've like had on my podcast and and like you both make me seem like really cool <laughs> like I'm just like I'm like cool by proxy now because of you guys yeah. and and so I was like thank you for that but uh, I know real quick um you know we're I just want to remind people that you know the jump issue three is out you can get all three issues and your backlog you can get everything through the campaign um and there's some really cool variants and uh you can get like you can get custom variants and all sorts of cool stuff um and and uh like our friend bearded did he did that that back to the future uh uh cover with you i know i I know him and i keep getting the same guests i saw he just dropped the interview with you and i was like damn he always is like a week ahead of me with like guests it's uh, it's crazy yeah that was just the shuffle i think i reached out to you guys at the same time because you're you're two of my favorite guys but uh uh you get the same guests because you guys are both great people and so so you know the creators know that and so when you know I, i don't do a lot of these things but if I'm going to do a handful of them, I'm going to do your show. I'm going to do his show. I'm going to do uh, Cheers to Comics, uh, um, you know, and I don't know, you know, maybe one or two others. But uh, but I know I'm going to have a good time here. I'm going to have a good conversation. I'm going to leave smiling. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's good. To, I, yeah. I, again, th- like, thank you. Um, and, and so I just the polite podcast host that I am like, can you rem- I'm not sh- like, I don't know if you have like a newsletter or anything to subscribe to or like, or where's like, what social media outlet is best to follow you on? But like, where, where do we keep yeah. track of you and keep track of these new projects? you got? I am, uh, I am at Rylan Grant on all forms of social media. If you're watching, uh, you can see how it's, uh, you know, how it's spelled R Y L E N D G R A N T. If you're just listening, it, it, you know, does this go on, on on the pod dishers as audio or, or, or yeah, it'll be, it'll be yeah. audio. And then I, I've been putting them on my YouTube channel yeah. for the video chat just to kind of yeah. get some extra clicks. Yeah. I always, I, I always spell it because it's not a real name. My parents just sort of drunkenly arranged letters and saddled me with it. And so now I have to spell it for everybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the best way to find me. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm on the Facebooks also. Um, but you know, that's kind of a different animal, but, um, but yeah. And you, you know, you can get the jump uh, on, on Kickstarter. You go to Kickstarter, search the jump, uh, that's uh, um or you can go to uh, uh bit.ly backslash the jump three that'll take you right there also um but yeah you know it's uh it, it, it's a hell of a ride go check that out um i do a podcast with david avaloni um who's a pretty prolific comic book writer and now tv mm-hmm. writer himself uh called the writer's block where it's just kind of creators sitting around chopping it up about industry topics and then it usually degenerates at some point and uh <laughs> us arguing over you know who's the coolest star trek captain or you know whatever uh battle martial arts movies or something like that that's that's a good podcast we've had um you know we've had matt fraction and stan sakai and kevin eastman on and you know it's yeah. uh, you know again it's just um just creators talking shop um uh it's always a good time so check that out that's uh you know that's on Apple. it's, it's a very and, cool show i can yeah. I, I will say i've listened to a few episodes it's I, i'm definitely i'm definitely not listening to all the episodes but like what i've what i've checked out is great and yeah like great it, great industry talk great writing chats and then and yeah when you guys go off the rails it's good too the yeah yeah we always go off the rails and and you know and we we want a telly so uh so it's the award-winning writer's block podcast nice so go, go check that out uh but yeah th- th- that's about it and and you'll um if you follow my social media you'll see um uh like i said state of consciousness should be out um you know probably on a streamer later this year and um um uh haunted heart the grease film uh probably have a big festival uh, uh debut um uh, at some point uh later this year and then um the uh the 
the the rights in Spain sold to Netflix already. Um, it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if that became a Netflix original uh, all across. After a, it'll have a theatrical release and all that stuff. But um, but we'll see. And then uh, yeah, I'll know when I'll know in about two weeks where this uh, where this TV show is going to air. So very exciting, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you got I'm glad you got some cards up your sleeve, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's exciting to see what you got coming uh, inside and outside of the comic book realm. As always, an absolute pleasure to talk to you, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot say enough good things about this man, Rylan Grant. I love his comic books. I love the jump. Issue one and two were bangers, and issue three is is worth the money. Whether you go digital or get a fancy, sexy variant or whatever whatever your jam is, I highly recommend checking that out on Kickstarter and like i said you can get the back issues if you need them or you can just hop on and get issue three uh it's it's a it's a really really cool comic about uh about you know getting outside of the of your body and literally like the craziness that can happen uh when you're kind of trapped in your own mind in a sense and and uh i can't wait to see where it goes like there's there's this whole thing i don't want to spoil uh that we get to talk that we get to know like at once like issue two starts coming along and, and wrapping up and so yeah like to yeah. issue three could go anywhere and i just feel like it's, it's gonna be crazy yeah. it's a it's a paranoid thriller at the heart of it and and you know i i described the elevator pitches it is inception meets the born identity if it were dripping with macabre and directed by <laughs> david fincher so um, I think it's a pretty good elevator pitch. So that's, yeah, um, that's a, so, that's a real good elevator yeah, pitch. So, yeah. So what is, it, <laughs> you've it, done this before you've pitched, it, it, <laughs> you've pitched some things. It, it is very cerebral and, 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 and very, you know, spooky and interesting, but it's also, it's a kick-ass action movie. I, 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 I write action movies for a living and this is going to blow your doors off. So, um, so a little, little bit of something for everybody. So, uh, you know, uh, some meat, some vegetables, fucking go eat go eat ladies and gentlemen and on that note i'm gonna wrap it up thank you everybody for listening share like subscribe go give rylan all your money on kickstarter he deserves it he works hard his his kid we got to pay for these streaming networks for his kid she's got go. stuff to watch yep. and we got to pay those bills buzz buzz babies did you know blake's buzz has a patreon if you want to support the show you can sign up for just three bucks a month you can go to patreon.com slash blake's buzz and sign up to be a builder bee with your help i'm able to keep the mics hot and the lights on to all the current builder bees i want you to know that i appreciate you all so much thanks for helping to make the buzz bigger better and louder i'll see y'all on the internets babies